Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello, Happy New Year, and welcome to the first episode of the Building PA Podcast in 2022. I am co-host John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association, coming to you live from the Quandle Studio. Joined, as always, by fellow co-host, Chris Martin. Hello, Chris. Happy New Year, brother. Hey, John. Thank you, and uh, welcome to 2022 for you as well, and you, you and your family and the entire KCA membership. Uh, glad to be here. And as John mentioned, my name is Chris Martin, and I am the president of Atlas Marketing. And we tell stories for people who build things. And I am in the Stalwart Insurance Group studio on the left side of the state, if you will. And and joining us today, we have um, a very, very strong representative of the educational world. And it ties in so well with um, some of the things that we're talking about on a whole 2022 level. But um, with us today is President Pedro Rivera from the Thaddeus Stevens College of Technology in Lancaster. So welcome. Oh, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Hi. Thanks, John. How are you? Welcome. Well, what a way yeah. to kick off the new year. Welcome. Exactly. Exactly. And what, I'm going to, President Rivera, I'm going to give a little bit of your background and then I'm going to tell everybody, you know, you can see more of President Rivera's information on, in the job and uh, in the description, not the job description, sorry, different conversation, but um, <laughs> relevant nonetheless, uh, but in the episode description, but um President Pedro Rivera is the former Secretary of Education in, the, in the Pennsylvania. He was appointed by Governor Wolf in 2015. He has also served in the, uh, he was superintendent to the school district of Lancaster, as well as multiple stints in the Philadelphia School District. Uh, he is a proud graduate of Penn State and uh, has been joining, or uh, joined Thaddeus Stevens College of Technology in October of 2021. So. You're relatively new to the job, huh? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So just over a year. So um, October of 2020. 2020. Yep. October 2020. Okay. I had to think about it. time. Has been, <laughs> but it, it is a COVID year, so so it feels more like ten years. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is that is very true. No matter what topic we're talking no about, what, right? No matter what. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, President Rivera is joining us today. He's gonna, we're going to talk about the topic that we want to talk about is workforce development and training for that retirement gap and how that fits into not only um, the current situation in our industry, but more importantly, what's coming up in three to five to 10 years. So, um, President Rivera, why don't we, if I can, let me ask you a quick question. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the Thaddeus Stevens College of Technology for those that aren't aware. Aren't aware. Sure, um, you know Thaddeus Stevens College is is a, is a really um, you know special place. I, you know when you think about um, what we do, who we serve, but probably most importantly, um, why we exist. I mean, we we are an institution founded in 1905, um, endowed and supported by um, by Thaddeus Stevens, the the um, you know the congressman who you know was an abolitionist who believed in. Uh, workforce who believed in, in training um, for a better life and, and you know, pat and education was a one true pathway. And so historically, 
Um, we actually started as an orphanage for for the for the poor and the downtrodden. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, over the years we've evolved and, and now we are a two-year college um, affiliated with the state. So we're a state institution, we're a state college. Um, we, uh, we exist for the same reason of our, of our findings. So, you know, we serve um, historically underserved, underrepresented students and others to train them to finding a livable wage or family thriving wage pathway. And by the way, at the same time, it has to align to the needs and the economic needs of the Commonwealth. So 97% of our students stay here in Pennsylvania. Um, we, you know, 90, um, 95 plus percent of our students actually find gainful employment um, within that, you know, right out of graduation. Most of them, you know, we don't ask them, did you find the job? We ask them, so how many offers do you have on the table? Um, and nice. most will tell, tell you they have a number of offers. As a matter of fact, I think when we did the math last on average, um, 12 job offers for every one of our graduates. Um, wow. Coming out of you know coming coming out of our two year programs, um, and and the beauty of what we do is you know we have a great you know mixed um, uh, you know representation of the Commonwealth here in, in Stevens. And if you're Pell eligible, if you can't historically afford to go to college, we cover you through our Stevens grant. So let's say you're in one of our construction aligned programs, well you know and you're Pell eligible and you have a need, we'll pay for your tuition, we'll pay for your room and board. We'll pay for your tools. We'll pay for your books, and and not you know we're not talking about you know back of the catalog tools. I mean our students walk around with their, um, you know with their sacks full of you know DeWalt and and all the all the state of the art tools. So not only do we prepare them with the skills they need, but they're ready to go into the in, 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 onto the work site on day one with every tool they'll need to be successful. And so we we you know we exist to to find students jobs to train them, but most importantly to be able to thrive, you know, for them and their families with one job, base salary, some overtime, and just really improving the quality of life. Now, I was going to say, uh, when I saw this, uh, you know, Chris and his team put this put this interview on the calendar, I got really excited. Um, I'm a fan. I got to tell you, Mr. President, I'm a fan. I came to your school to visit probably 2018 or 2019. Quandle Construction was building one of your projects. And I was touring the project, checking it out, and they said, do you understand, like, the type of learning that goes on in this campus? And I'm like, no, to be honest, I really don't know much about the school. So they, they drove me to the townhomes that you guys own, and you build these townhomes, and then I, I don't know if you sell them or if you rent them or whatever, but you talk about hands-on learning. I mean, that's awesome. The, the, the students are right there building townhomes. Contractors are coming in, kind of helping them, so you're, you're – you're te they're teaching and learning exactly what they need in the field. So I'm a fan. <laughs> no, John, I, I appreciate it. And, and yeah. just for a plug, so that's kind of the year two of many of our programs. They go and they build these homes. So um, in the past couple of years, we've actually had some property to build larger homes up in um, uh, up closer to, to Lancaster Township around where Comet Field is, if, if you know where, where that is, mm -hmm. right off of Hershey Ave. And um, they, they've actually taken almost every prize in the parade of homes. So, so it's crazy. You have, you know, you, you think about these, these major, um, you know, developers and here you have students and their instructors and volunteers and, and folks that are, with, that are supporting us through industry. And, and I have a, a, a shelf full of trophies right outside of my office. You know, they just take, um, you know, category after category in the Parade of Homes. So not only are they building houses and learning how to build a house, but they're winning awards already as students 
um, in, in the construction field. So it's been, it's, it's really humbling to kind of see the amazing work they do. Awesome. That's pretty amazing because right? a lot of contractors are, are, are trying to get to that level. And here are, here are kids coming right out of school. Well, P President Rivera, can you tell us a little bit about some of the training that goes on at Stevens? Like, what is it? Are, are they focused on, you know, structural work? Are they struck, you know, focused on, you know, cement masonry? What, 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 what happens there? Yeah, so we so the, all all of the above. We we offer um, a, a little over twenty majors. Um, so everything from the traditional, you know, trades and, and technical trades to some of the more advanced trades. So, you know, I know for the purpose of construction and, and, and business, when you construction and um, and building, um, what we're what we take a look at is um, we offer carpentry, we offer masonry, we offer electrical, we offer plumbing. Um, we offer um, electrical technology, so both the one-year program and, and, and the two-year program. We offer plumbing. Um, we offer architectural design um, technology. And so you, you figure when you, when you think about how our students engage in, in some of um, what you see when they're building a house, for example, it's it's all the above and you know it's it's interesting when i think about our major so i, I was just joking um you know with a colleague a few days ago where the first day of school so i've been here a little over a year now and i remember the first day of the first semester i walked into um our carpentry um lab and so i saw the year one students there hadn't necessarily started yet we we're just handing out tools and um you know and i and i saw a student um struggling with a with a tape measure Right, you know, just kind of pulling it and retracting it, kind of like our, our kids tend to do with the tape measure, right? But but really, but really struggling, right? And I was like, oh boy. And so when you're the when you're the president of the college and you see this kid in a in a in a carpentry program and it's like he's having a hard time with the tape measure, um, oh, I'm a little I'm worried. Um, and then you know to to kind of go around and come back. And by the time I came back, you know, a couple of months, you know, kind of later, and and, and I had been through a few times, but I got to see him. Here he was up on a ladder, um, framing out a roof, and and so you know when when you think about um, that's just that level of instruction and, and engagement because in year one the students learn the basic concepts um, you know of an A-frame of, of building out um, you know the, the the walls and 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 doors and windows and they actually build a shed, so the first time they actually build something is not um, you know when they go out to the house but but they learn all the skills that they need um, you know to 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 measure to design. Um, you know, to, to, to get into some of the really hard, basic algebraic, um, you know, concepts, and then they, they work together and they build, uh, you know, a number of sheds that we have behind, um, behind the college, and then they go on. So just to kind of see in that space, from not knowing how to get the tape measure to, to kind of, a whole, you know, uh, uh, fasten onto the end of the, you know, the two by four, to actually up on a, up on a ladder, building an A-frame, putting together a roof, and then ultimately going into now he's a year two student and going um, you know on site and, and helping to build a house, but you know so so when you think about you know what we offer in this space it, it's it's pretty you know it's pretty amazing and and not for a deeper discussion but it, you know even if students are interested in other areas we also have a business um, administration program which students like to take advantage of computer software engineering electrical mechanical. Um, engineering, so we do everything from from the building trades and, and construction to some really high level um, engineering courses here here on campus. You know, what are some of the trends that you're seeing in um, you know workforce development and and where are I, I mean it, it's an amazing stat that you said earlier ninety five percent 
of your students are finding gainful employment and, and the majority of the, and that's not based on just, did you get a job? Like you said, it's, you know, some have, you know, the majority of them have 12 jobs or more offers. Like, well, yeah, like, my God, I wish I would have had that opportunities when I came out of college. Um, but where do you see that taking the industry? Like, where do you see that coming from that training perspective and then ultimately the workforce development side? I think it's extremely important, and and you know, and because of time, I didn't get nuanced, but it was it's crazy when I share with you that ninety, you know, ninety five percent around that number, those are students who find employment in the area that they study. When I identify how many of our kids find jobs, period, um, that's nine, that's ninety seven, ninety eight percent. So some of them just kind of go in other areas. Um, but you know, one of the one of the interesting aspects, you know, first and foremost, especially around some of these um, some of these majors, uh, we you know we, we fill these we fill these classes up, um, you know, pretty you know pr- pretty quickly, and so students choose the courses, and they know that that this is the pathway they they wanna um, they wanna go to. We do struggle a little bit, full you know, full disclaimer in, in masonry, um, you know, when, when I think students tend to shy away anymore from some of the the real hardcore. <laughs> Um, you know, majors in, in, in that space. But one, of, but one of the things that we found is even students who don't finish the program and, and graduate are finding jobs in these areas. So, so we've really had to start thinking and, and pivoting, um, uh, you, know, a little, uh, you know, a little more thoughtfully. So, you know, employers are, are pretty much looking at students who have been in our program for a couple of months and say, you know what, we'll take them now. Um, you know, they know mm-hmm. how to, how, you know, how to navigate the tape measure, right? But if they know how to just use the tools, they know the basic concepts, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take them right now. And so sometimes it's some career counseling with students to say, okay, you know what, you have, you have a job offer now, um, you know, but, but what do you, let's think long-term, you know, what do you want to, where do you want to, you know, ultimately find yourself? Because, you know, it's the difference of, of having skills having a certificate or then even having an associate's degree that you can transfer credits later on to, to, to get advanced degrees if you want to move into, um, you know, into project management, if you wanted to move into um, business ownership um, and the like. And so one is, is career counseling. But what we've also had to do because what our, what our employers are telling us is that the job market is so needy right now. It's, it's just so decimated for for all, every reason that you know, you know, is, is going on right now in the job market, we started um, partnering to to offer some workforce development programs as well. So it's what we call skill up or ramp up programs. So um, you know, these these could be six month, um, you know, to to nine ten month programs. So we offer those um, in industrial maintenance. We're offering that in electrical and plumbing. Um, we're, we're offering that um, in HVAC um, technology. So not the deep skills that you're learning if you're getting the, the certificate or the degree, but definitely um, the skills that you can learn if you're an adult um, to enter the workforce at, at some of these, um, uh, you know, in, in some of these, um, you know, by some of these entering level, entry level jobs. And, and for, for those courses who we try to focus on, our, our, our individuals might be unemployed, underemployed, Looking for a change of change in job, change in career, <clears throat> and and we've been getting ten or twelve um, individuals a semester, you know, adults in a, a semester into those programs. So, you know, our pivot has been short term, certificate, long term, partnering with um, with with business partners to offer more um, internships and externships, and also really getting more, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, industry leaders into our industry advisory councils. 
to help us lead, um, you know, not only, you know, prepare the worker of today, but to start to think about uh, what, what the next generation workforce is going to look like. So, so for example, we, we just partnered with, um, you know, we were really fortunate that um, our local delegation, the Lancaster delegation and the General Assembly and, um, and the administration and the governor's office supported us to, um, to renovate our Leonard building, which is going to house in the next couple of years when it's done, our, um, our carpentry program. Well, one of the reasons we want to expand it is to offer a few more slots, but also to, to start to um, instruct students around industrial carpentry. Because we realize, you know, a lot of, like I shared, a lot of them work with, work with wood and they work with the traditional, um, you know, material. But now, um, you know, with just the evolution of construction, you know, teaching them how to work with steel, teaching them how to work, um, you know, with, with metal, which are, which are some different competencies. But, you know, this expansion will allow us to look differently, um, you know, in that space. And in our electrical program, just looking at some of the alternative, um, you know, the, the um, um, you know, energy points and, um, you know, trying to do the, the exact same um, across all of our areas. And so, you know, expanding carpentry, but this is also why we've been bringing in business partners um, to help guide us. And in some cases, they've really been helping, you know, to support us because they say, you know, we can't wait two or three years. How do we get this? Um, you know, program, um, you know, kind of done now. And um, probably the new major we're going to offer next year is a perfect example of that. We're looking at um, uh, opening um, civil construction engineering technology. Um, so, you know, everything from grading, um, you know, to, to doing the, the heavy machinery, um, you know, to just the, the, the big work around construction, because what we found, you know, for probably the greatest example of this is uh, water treatment and sewage, that there's such a huge need um, in all of our counties, but we need folks that can engage in the planning and the infrastructure work around that. And so this major will prepare our students to do the higher level work, um, you know, of working on the grounds and, and um, you know, find them jobs. We haven't even, we, we haven't even hired our instructor yet, and we have eight students that have already applied for this program. Um, and, and so that it just kind of goes to show you, I mean, we, we have an advertised, you know, we just put it in our course booklet um, where we have the, uh, the instructor for this program. Um, posted. So if you're in that, in, if you're in that area and you're interested in teaching, definitely yeah. a job opportunity to teach yeah. here at Stevens. Um, where we're just identifying our industry advisory council. So the same. If you're in industry and you want to join us, give us a call. And we have eight students who who have, who have shown interest. Though. So pretty pretty amazing. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Also along those lines, you know, you have eight already for a new program. But as far as all your programs, could you maybe touch on the students? Like, is it uh, is it kind of 18, 19, are they right out of high school or are these, are these people that worked for a while and then came, came back to the educational field or? All, all the above. So the majority mm -hmm. of our students are um, 18 or 19 years old. Um, half of our student population, we have, re we have residence halls. So we have, you know, we have, we have dorms that students can live in. So they're, f they're from all across the state. We only serve Pennsylvania students. Okay. Um, and, and because um, and 50% are commuters, so they, they live within, you know, the one and a half to two hour radius of, uh, um, you know, of Lancaster. Um, but, it, you know, what's what's really interesting as I look at our, some of our students who have applied and even some of the more recent graduates, some, you know, we have students who have um, who already have bachelor's degrees and, and have come back to school to mm -hmm. learn, um, you know, the, the specific skill. Um, to go out into the workforce. Um, we have a number of students on, on GI Bill. Um, so, you know, vets and, and, you know, active military. So if you are in the military, we'll make a concession and allow you from anywhere 
um, you are to you know to to apply and and um, and attend um, and attend Stevens. So we do we do allow um, you know some some leeway if, if you're if you're a veteran um, or or um, or in the military. Um, we have we have students who have finished one program and have come back to tack on um, you know the the a second program. So we have a our president of student council. She finished um, she's finished carpentry last year. And she's now she's started her electrical program, so she wants to be certified in both electrical and carpentry. She'll definitely be either running her own company or lead, or somebody's boss really really soon because she's brilliant. Um, but you know those are those are the type of students that you know that we realize we we have for, for a number of years and have taken advantage of um, workforce grants. Um, their employers sometimes send them to skill up. Um, so yeah, we we run the gamut. When you look on uh, when you look on our campus, all ages are, are represented. Awesome. Ah. Well, does Stevens have um, like a an outreach program to contractors? Like, like John, I'm I'm thinking of John in particular. And sorry, John, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Or, but you know, how could the KCA get involved with Stevens, and how and vice versa? Yeah. Because because workforce development is going to affect everybody, and the training that you're pro providing could be some 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 great opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. So, so for employers like John, there, there are a number of opportunities to engage. Um, first, which is probably the really the, the fun one, is the um, IAC or the Industry Advisory Council. We bring, we you know, as folks are interested in and in, and in, you know, slots open up. Although we do have a number of slots now, we invite folks to sit on our Industry Advisory Council. Um, they'll meet with the instructors and other representatives of the college um, throughout the year, and and they do everything from help inform curricular changes we should be engaging in, helping to identify internships and ex externships for students. They're, they're pretty much, you know, how we stay relevant and, and, and on point as a college to, to, meet, um, to meet industry's needs. Mm -hmm. um, the, the second opportunity are um, internships and externships. Our, our kids, um, you know, students, I have to stop saying kids, they, they keep saying that, but our students, um, you know, when they, you know, over, over um, their break, Many of them go on, whether it's the short winter break or the longer, um, or the longer summer break. Um, they go on and actually work in, in industry and, and uh, fulfill um, and, and do. And we, we, we treat it as an internship or externship, and it's an opportunity for them to earn money, um, while at the same time um, developing their skills when they come back on campus. Um, and then the other area we have we have a really um, robust system of, of workforce. Um, you know, kind of preparation. Our, our, our um, you know, we have a team that works with students um, from everything from how to how to interview, um, you know, to to how uh, you know to to engage in in the work in the workplace when they, um, you know, when when they when they get that job and they get that job offer. So we we invite a lot of um, industry partners into our um, into our work um, into our job fair. Um, we've done it virtually for the past couple of years, obviously because of COVID, but we do, um, you know, traditionally what we've done is set up um, the auditorium over a course of a number of days and our students, um, you know, kind of plan, prepare and, and go visit um, industry partners in, in the job fair. Um, and, and this gives you an opportunity face to face. I think that's probably one of the reasons our kids, our kids get so many job offers because they they interact with, um, you know, with with uh, with potential employers, and they kind of see that, you know, how hard we work to make them well-rounded. And so you're not just getting someone who knows, um, you know, for example, carpentry. Or uh, I think HVAC is a great one to, to to share. Not just an HVAC tech, 
but these students, because they're also taking chemistry and, you know, taking math at the same time, they can tell you why, um, you know, the certain components, you know, the, the chemical components can work, or they can tell you, you know, the background behind, um, you know, PSI and, and, you know, what, you know, what, why the pressure, you know, pressurizing, you know, products or ionizing products are so important. So we don't just teach them, you know, all right, tap this in and punch this and then hammer this. We teach them why, you know, you need an A-frame, why, um, you know, the science and, and, and um, you know, the mathematical skills behind this are. And so you're not just getting, so you're getting someone who can, who, who's learned to learn and, and they make great employees. I believe we do have some members that uh, get involved with your school. So oh, very much so. Uh, we, yeah. we, have a, we have a great community here. Yeah, absolutely. It's something I want to get more involved with. I, I was dealing with... Uh, Lori Grove, I believe, is. Lori's Lori's still here. She's our. Oh, awesome. Yeah, she's our rock star here. Um, you know, she is. handles all of that. Yep. I have one and last next... question. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, next time you're in in the area, Chris, we'll uh, we'll have to stop by and check out the campus. Yeah. And... Come, I have. Yeah. yeah. Come by. I mean, not just yeah. construction. So when you think about, I mean, I know we're, that's here. We're, we're what we're here to talk about, but yeah. we just opened up our our new um, transportation center three football fields long um this thing is is huge you know the the only complaint we get from industry partners when they visit the transportation center is um make sure your kids know that our shops don't look this nice and are this well equipped when they come into when they come into the workforce but, but when you when you think about construction site i mean in our diesel um repair program and, and we're trying to evolve to, to alternative fuels you know, these are kids that are going to be fixing and, and repairing those trucks or in the collision program or the right. auto tech. And right. so we, we try to create that well-rounded approach. There is a lot going on at Stevens, obviously. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I grew up in Lancaster, so I, I've always known it as Stevens Tech. And I know that's not the I know it's that is Stevens School of Technology. So I'd like the whole time I'm biting my lip. I'm like, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Um, but you know, just from from being in that community and knowing how much the school has impacted, not only the industry but you know the community as well. It's it's a it's a great school and sounds like there are some fantastic opportunities to to help prepare for what is coming, which is that shortage of workers and that retirement gap. So, uh, President Rivera, I can't thank you enough for joining us today, and and I'm going to take you up on that offer uh, next time I'm in town come by and uh, check things out open open invitation i mean just uh, give me a call and, and and we'll make it work and you know maybe even find time for to grab uh, some lunch over or, you know over the tour so that'd be nice to have you sounds good. twist my arm man yes. <laughs> <laughs> i'll 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 uh you know go as low as bribing folks with 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 good Lancaster <laughs> cuisine. There you go. <laughs> hey, Maybe shepherd's pie or something or what? Shepherd's pie or pie. Nothing against Pittsburgh, but I, you know, getting a good cheesesteak in Pittsburgh is very difficult. So you got to go to the Permanis route. So not bad, but it's just. It's not quite the same. Yeah, as, a, as a Philly guy, it's all you know. It's it's yeah. it's in the it's all in the role. You gotta have yeah. you have, yep. it starts with a with a good role, and then we we build from there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting hungry now. I'm getting. Hungry. I know. I know. Yeah, great. Now I gotta go have a snack. But. <laughs> President Rivera, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a great conversation, and uh, we will be seeing you soon. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Building PA podcast. To stay up to date. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook 
and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.